When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. DMVR and we are live from Studio A here at the DMVR bar on a chilly but beautiful day in Denver. Like I, I thought it was, I looked at the weather, I was like, oh, it looks cold. Yeah. And I, I walked in from my car and I was like, oh, it's actually pretty nice out. I was the complete opposite. I looked outside today and said, ah, it looks nice. I took a step mm. out and said, I'm gonna go put a flannel on. Wow, perspective <laughs> is everything, right? Because my original thought was it's cold. Mm. And then I went outside and it was uh, above my expectations. Right, right. Your original thought was it was warm and you went outside it was below your expectations. Wait, so how does this relate to the Broncos? I feel like this is, there's something to relate here. Well, the A today stands for A+, plus, nope. which is a potential grade mm. you could get. Um, but grades are all based on perspective, at mm. least in this uh, specific category, because it's not like um, a yes or no answers test. Right. By the way... Were you someone who had like big um, scantron anxiety? Um, in terms of filling in the bubble? No, when like at least I had some teachers who you hand in your tests, yeah, and they ran that damn thing oh, right through the scantron, right in <laughs> yeah. front of you, and everyone knows however many times you hear <laughs> those are all wrong answers. My what? Uh, yeah, you went you went to Boulder school, so it makes sense they would just have those scantrons right there. Denver Public Schools didn't have that, so oh, that never happened to me. They had like one, maybe like one scantron, right? For the exactly, the maybe for the whole line. district or something. <laughs> that's that's pretty horrifying. Yeah, and, and so it, if it made a noise that was wrong. Right, because it puts a little dot <laughs> on all the wrong ones. And unfortunately, the way you just described it when they ran yours, it was just oh, big time. It sounded like a goddamn sledge <laughs> or a jackhammer. Just and then do, do you sink? Do, does the face just, turn red? Usually, like it was at the end of class, you know, that you're mm -hmm. filling out your scantron. So I would just walk out, like, just don't make eye contact <laughs> with anyone, just walk right out of the room. Run out before you hear all the noises. <laughs> like you dropped a grenade or something. Right. Just, give it, just cover your ears and run away. I, I bet teachers in 2022 aren't allowed to do that anymore. Actually, this is really random that we're talking about this Cherry Creek schools. And this goes along with what you're saying. Cherry Creek schools just decided either yesterday or today, that they are no longer going to have valedictorians because they said that school isn't about ranking people. It's about teaching people. I like that. Yeah. Um, you could make a case that's like um, participation trophy energy. Yep, yep exactly. But I, I, I hate the way that like, when you're in school, everyone's like, what's your GPA? Like, you know, it's like so lame. Like, just 
try to graduate. That's all that matters. There that's you go. My, like D's opinion. get D's get degrees. Yes. We're going for degrees here. Actually, do they? Uh, that's a saying. I was always C's. <laughs> I was about the C life. It doesn't work as well though. You know, C's, C's get degrees. It rhymes just as well as D's get degrees. But it's D D. Uh, you know? So that's rhyme and alliteration. So what would C be? C's uh communicate uh that doesn't make sense sees past classes there you go okay yeah 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 i like that all right yeah that was uh <laughs> that, was, that was definitely my motto in college a lot more b's in high school okay because again you you like ha- there's so much pressure you got to get this gpa right. to get true. into cu yeah. or whatever and college, college is just, just like, graduate just find yeah. a way to get through <laughs> yeah. um so speaking of grades mm. We are going to grade all of the Broncos free agency moves here today. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is interesting. Obviously, you know, anyone could be like, how could you grade it before they play? Great question. Uh, you can't. But we're going to do it anyway um, based on what we think, mm-hmm. which thank God. Actually, I think it would have been better off if teachers just got to grade mm-hmm. based off of what they thought I might do. Well, because you're the vibes, Matt. You're vibes right. analytics like, oh, 2022. Nice guy, right. participates in class, right. seems generally bright. Yeah. He seems like he would get an A. And then and then you're done. You don't even have to do the work. Boom. In and out. <laughs> uh, so let's, uh, let's do that. Let's do what I wish my teachers would have done <laughs> and predict the grades that, that these guys are or grade what you think uh, it's worth. And we have to start here. Yeah with the news actually there there's a little news update here let's go to zach in sports with the news well thank you ryan in in weather uh yesterday we found out from mike Kliss that randy gregory the guy who just signed a five-year 70 million dollar contract had arthroscopic shoulder surgery just a few days ago let's break it down send it back to ryan and weather oh zach you don't like to hear that uh certainly not ideal and makes you wonder if that may have had something to do with the delayed press conference that sent ripples throughout Denver. <laughs> ripples as in the raindrops that were falling yesterday. Yes, exactly. But you're right. Uh, absolutely. That had something to do with the delay. We were actually speaking of weather. We were told that the delay was weather related. And I remember <laughs> thinking... There's no weather that's going on here. But when George Payton says it, when Randy Gregory says it, when sources say it, you're just like, okay, they're just pushing something, whatever, I'll drop it. Theory time. Uh, Sometimes when the weather gets a little bit colder, people's, you know, joints get a little achy. So it was weather related. It wasn't a lot. It was a little colder Mm. and he was like, man, my shoulder kind of hurts. What's going on here? (laughs) That's what that's what caused the whole thing. Ah, and then they found on the MRI that something was astray. And so what's interesting here, Ryan, and I want your take on this. uh, Obviously, Randy Gregory uh, didn't take a physical or wasn't that wasn't the reason why he didn't pass with the Cowboys there was that contract language he moved on uh who knows what would have happened if it got to the physical point then he gets to Denver and he fails the physical the Broncos could have said you failed the physical and we're not signing you we don't have to uh, to to sign the contract that we agreed on because you failed the physical instead they said we want you we want you bad enough that we're going to allow this surgery to happen. We're going to kind of wave this wave, wave, wave this failed physical, and we're still going to give you the contract that we agreed upon. Is that the right thing to do? Mm. You smell that? 
Mm. Smells like desperation. Ah. Uh, and I thought you were gonna say a pizza bet. No, no. <laughs> it smells like desperation. <sighs> I don't love that. Gotta be honest, I don't love that. Now, for context, when people talk, you usually hear this about the the nicer way to put this is people say a knee scope. Instead of saying they had surgery on their knee, they yep. said they had their knee scoped, yep. um, which is just short for arthroscopic, however, right. orthodontic. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. Getting your teeth pulled. Right, right, right. No, it's it's <laughs> essentially they need to go in there and see if something's wrong. So it doesn't even necessarily mean something is, is astray or something is very wrong. It just means, hey, we need to go take a look at this. What's going on here? Um, so... We don't know necessarily if there was a repair. Do we know if there was a repair that needed to be made? I don't know. The way it was phrased from Mike Kliss was that um, that it was to make it so he could play pain-free this year. So it sounds like they had to there do something, something while they yeah. were in there. Um, and it's just, it feels desperate to me. They were late in the game on pass rushers. Yep. They got a guy at the last second. Remember, this wasn't you know, a clean, uh, signing. This oh. was a little bit of a dirty signing. Yeah. They had to sweep in late. And so that was already like, they were, they, they kind of ha were desperate to get Randy Gregory in the first place. Um, and then they knew that if they sent him home, he was definitely going back to the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, and they were going to be without a pass rusher. Yeah. Now I think Chandler Jones signed, did he, how how much longer after the Randy Gregory signing did he sign? Randy agreed with the Broncos on Tuesday, and Chandler I think signed on Wednesday. Okay, so it was too late because I doubt they flew him in on Tuesday to right. come do that. And even then, it was probably the way these things work. Like they were too far down the road with the Raiders; they didn't want to get into a bidding war with them. Yep. So again, to me, it's like, here's our options: get the shoulder fixed, yeah. or don't have, or don't sign a big pass rusher in free agency i guess vaughn was still out there yep. um but they were never interested vaughn. in him yeah. so you're because he got a you know 20 something million dollars a year randy gregory was 100 percent in the driver's seat on this because uh you know he had interest from many teams because he was the guy that immediately had an offer from the broncos right when that cowboys deal fell through so he knew he felt wanted they already missed out uh on hassan reddick randy gregory if they didn't get him he was going somewhere else you're right chandler jones it seems like he was already on the route to the raiders and they weren't interested in vaughn so I think it was it was very desperate. He was the guy that had the upper hand on the Broncos, and you don't like being put in that situation. You, you don't like it, and from everything we've heard, Randy Gregory was their number one pass rusher. So he went from number one, they love him, to, oh, there's something wrong with him. We're going to convince ourselves that, that, yeah. that there's nothing wrong. And the way they're convincing themselves is he's going to be fine for the regular season is what they're saying now. But Ryan, he's not going to be fine for April 11th, the start of the Broncos offseason workout program. He's not going to be fine for the start of OTAs, which will happen in May. He's not going to be fine this entire offseason. And the Broncos are going to push it as it doesn't matter. He'll be fine by the start of the regular season. What we haven't heard is he'll be fine by the start of training camp. Now, maybe that'll be the case. But until he is on the field practicing every single day with no signs of this, it's a major concern for me because I've heard too many times 
these things just go under the radar. You know, the Broncos sign an injury-prone player. Ah, he's going to be fine here. Uh, Randy Gregory's a very injury-prone guy. He's never played a full season in his career, and that's not even looking at the suspensions. That's looking at his injury history. Uh, so that concerns the heck out of me. And then also, remember Bradley Chubb? I know it was a little different, and, and we can go through many different players with this. Bradley Chubb had the bone spur. Last it, year. Yes, it, it, it's a really minor deal. It, it's just going to impact him this offseason. He's going to be back. He's going to be fine for the regular back for season. for training camp. Right. Wasn't back for training camp. Nope. He was back for one game before another issue occurred. And more bone spurs in that foot. This just to me, and I know a lot of people in the comment section are saying arthroscopic surgery is really, really minimally invasive. If it was that minimally invasive, specifically this one, wouldn't he be back within three months? Right. Again, it we're, we're not hearing necessarily the full story. I'm not saying they're keeping anything, yeah. but. They the really, su- super quick. They were keeping something two weeks ago when they said it was a weather delay. Yes, they were. But what I'm saying is, you can get a scope and be fine two weeks later, maybe right. even sooner. Right. Cinch it up, and, and as soon as that starts to heal, you're good to go. Um, but clearly, something needed to be done after the the scope. Yeah. So. I don't know whether that was, you know, I don't know how this stuff works. Did they need to remove cartilage? Was there fluid? Was there, you know, something they needed to shave down? Like right. any of that stuff, something had to be done. It wasn't just look in there. It's all good. Get out and cinch it up. So I agree with the fact that, you know, if someone gets a scope, it's not a big deal, right. but he had to have surgery. Right. Um, and so again, I want to know this. And I'm not saying there isn't one. I wish Mace was here because he would probably be able to come up with one pretty quick. Who, who's had the best season after missing in the, in the Broncos mm-hmm. organization? Who has the best season after missing the whole offseason with an injury? Because I feel like every time this happens, and I'm not trying to like sow seeds of doubt or yeah. panic or anything. I just feel like every time this happens, they have to be eased in. Yep. They, you know, It's week five and we're like, well, all right, he's just getting his feet under him because he missed week one and two. And all of a sudden half the season's gone before they have their feet under them so you know we started when they signed them we basically said he's got to have double digit sacks for this to be a yep um a successful signing and now i'm just already worried is he gonna be out there week one yep a hundred percent and something that reminds me of bradley chubb as well is i think it was nathaniel no maybe it was george payton earlier this offseason when talking about why he thinks bradley chubb is going to have a bounce back year he said this is going to be the first time in a long time that he's had a full off season of being healthy going into the regular season. It's like, okay, okay, I'll give Bradley Chubb a little bit of benefit of the doubt. I see where you're coming from. Again, George is looking at this from an optimistic side because Bradley Chubb's under contract. So then I take that information, Ryan, and I say, let me apply that to Randy Gregory. Oh, he's not going to have a full season. And if that's so important for Bradley Chubb to have a full off season in, in George Payton's mind, then I'm not trying to make this a big deal, but I have to use that logic right. when looking at Randy you can't Gregory. Just move the goalpost, right? Exactly, on the and it's the exact same position too. Right. He's not going to have an offseason at all with a new system, with a new team. So I have to say that this is going to impact him. You know what's a little easier on the shoulder? What? Two point stance. Baby. Hey, yes, yes. <laughs> Maybe that's what Nathaniel Hackett breaks out in a couple of weeks when we ask him about this. You're always putting your yeah. hand in the ground, yeah. putting all that weight on it. It's yeah. not easy on the shoulder. Ah, uh, smart. And 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 one more thing with this, Ryan, is um, I don't remember. Okay, I'll think cool. Of it in a cool. second. <laughs> all right. Well, then let's get a grade on this. 
Um, I. Oh, I, I remember. Okay. And, and this, I'll let you go first because this has something to do with the grade. With your grade. Okay. I have to say this affects the grade. Mm-hmm. It just, 100%. it simply cannot not affect the grade. You can't look away from this and just say, oh, I just like the player. I don't, it doesn't matter that he's injured. It definitely does matter. Yep. Um, so with that in mind, I'm, I'm going to have to give this a C plus. Yep. Um, and I almost feel like I'm giving a little benefit of the doubt there just because of the George Payton effect. Yeah. But the production isn't there. The health isn't there. Yeah. And that was just go before this. Yeah. You could have, you could have just said that two weeks ago. Yep. Production's not there. Health is not there. Okay. Willing to give you the benefit of the doubt because you really liked him and hopefully he stays healthy. Well, he's not. Right. He's not healthy. Right. So he's already missing the first offseason. So there's I, I cannot put this in the B category no. because it's a lot of conjecture. It's just pro- you're projecting so much in the first place. And on top of that, now he's hurt. He's missing the whole probably the whole offseason. It cannot be in the B range for me or higher. I completely agree. And I, I'm going to go C minus here. So I, I think, is that okay if we balance out at a C for this grade? Yep. Uh, and one of the things that is okay about this and makes this feel better is his contract while on the surface, five years, $70 million. Only two years of those are guaranteed. Two years, $28 million yep. guaranteed. So that makes it feel like, okay, we're already walking into problems with this. It, two weeks into this. But... It's not the end of the world. It could be, you know, you, you may not get the value this year. You hope he's healthy next year, but next year could be the last year of his deal. And yeah. that, that's the first time that you have him have a full off season of being healthy. And you're not even guaranteed that. I'm, I'm touching wood with my foot here, but you really hope that that's something that, that the Broncos can have at least next year. So the contract makes it a little better, but you're still paying him $14 million a season. And you said it, Ryan. The productivity hasn't been there at elite level. Uh, the health has not been there and now the health isn't there right now and that is concerning you you were hoping that he has a high upside and right now there's just more things that are hurting him reaching that high upside yeah and and on the flip side it it doesn't all have to be desperation even though it feels that way a little bit it could just be George Payton loved him so much he said you know what I don't care yeah just get it fixed and we'll get him out there I know what the player is on the field if we can get him out there by week one I'm, I'm in. And to be fair, he was the fourth cheapest pass rusher among the top four. He was the cheapest of the top four. Vaughn for 20. Uh, you had Chandler Jones for 17. You had Hassan Reddick for 16. Randy Gregory comes in at 14. So you're not paying him top dollar, which, again, the contract helps with this. So you're, you're going to get a tattoo, right? And you're looking at four tattoo artists. <laughs> Are you going with the cheapest bid? I am not going okay. with the cheapest, especially uh, if it's going to cost me $14 million. I, I'm not trying to like dunk on Randy Gregory. No, I really hope it works yeah. out. But you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the production up to this point of all of those players' careers reflects it directly. It's very true. So I hope that this ends up being a one that we look back at the end of the season and we say, I can't believe we gave that a C. This was an A-plus signing. Yep. Um, but at this point, there's no way I can give higher than a C. No, I, I completely agree. And Ryan, you get what you pay for over at DraftKings Sportsbook because you pay $5 into your account to start your account. Then you bet those $5 on any one of the NCAA teams that's left this weekend. And if they win, you get $200 in free bets. So you actually Sheesh. get way more 
than you pay for over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And man, rolling in to NHL playoffs and NBA playoffs with the Avs and Nuggets cruising, that is where you want to have $200 in free bets to just build up your account. So head to the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this offer. Deposit $5, bet on any team to win this weekend in the NCAA tournament, you'll get $200 in free bets if they win. That's code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. You, you talked about the abs and nuggets ramping up. No better place to watch them than down here. And, no. and that's not like me just saying that. No. There's legitimately no better place to watch them. You could make the argument for Ball Arena. That's about the only other place that you, you would say, okay, that's a comparable experience. Uh, and it just depends on how much money you want to spend. That I was going to say, beers are cheaper here yeah. and... Man, a pack stadium's pretty sweet. You know, if you don't love pack stadium, like we're here because we love pack stadium. Exactly, but a packed bar, and when I'm saying packed during playoff time, this place isn't just packed with the seats, which is what's cool about a stadium. You know, all the seats are packed, but you got people in the aisles here. You, there, there's like no room to be, which is so cool for a game. Yep, absolutely. And this year we're actually going to set up a reaction cam. Mm. Uh, so you can see all of the reactions from the bar. Man. Uh, everyone just going nuts in the playoffs. That's, it's kind of mean though. For that, that, That's giving serious FOMO vibes to everyone that like lives out of state or can't make it. Yep, yeah. Well, they'll, they'll make it. They'll yeah, <laughs> you're right. Make them make it. So come on down to the DMVR bar, hang out. Have some of our awesome food. Uh, I promised someone I would uh, promote the dessert pretzel bites more. Um, they're so good. Um, AKA the Midwest Sopapillas pretzels, <laughs> cinnamon, sugar, honey on the side. Um, they're incredible. Um, and you know, not I like the nachos, the wings. You really can't go wrong with with anything on the menu. So come down, hang out, get some great food and drinks. The Colorado beer is Breckenridge Brewery. Mm. Hands down the best beer made in this state, and it's the official beer of DNVR because it's the best. We get our stamp of approval to it. And Ryan, even though I think it's a little cold outside, it is certainly strawberry sky weather, and I hope it stays that way throughout the summer. And, of course, when it gets a little chilly, you can dip your feet into a little avalanche ale. The Michael Michael Porter Jr., it's perfect that Breck made two beers for the playoff teams yep. here in town. The Vanilla Porter Jr. Yes, yeah, the Michael Porter, yes. The Vanilla Porter Jr., uh, that's just how much of a Nuggets beer it is. And you got to check them out. And, of course, it's seltzer season, too. Oh, yeah. And the good companies, you can't beat them. The Lemonade Good Company, so delicious. So check them out. Whether you're at the bar or whether you can't make it to the bar, go to Breck Beer website and find the Breck Beer Locator to find all the Breck Beers. All right, let's move on here uh, throughout our grades. Where do you want to go next? Uh, should we l- l- Let's start with Billy Turner. We talked to him yesterday, a little Bronco introductory Billy. press conference. Bronco Billy. What's he get? Do, do you just stick with B? 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 Bronco Billy? Grade B? I actually think yes. Yeah, I think uh, so too. I, I think yes. <laughs> um, this is like, it's the same kind of conversation, right? It's Production versus value mm-hmm. versus health. Yep. Um, he's been generally healthy. Yeah. Um, you know, you can almost say no football player right. has a clean bill of health. Exactly. Um, he has been productive. Uh, starter in Green Bay since he left Denver was yep. solid here in Denver. Um, very good way to put it. And then got better. Yeah. Uh, went there, got a lot of money for yep. being solid. Yeah. And I would say for the most part lived up to it. He started. 
Um, he wasn't a scapegoat by any means. He no. wasn't pointed out as a problem in the Packers offense. No. And so now you come into a place where the Broncos didn't want to go after any of the big people. I think a lot because they really they believe in Calvin Anderson. Mm-hmm. They liked Tom Compton. That was clearly a Nathaniel Hackett and um, Butch. 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 Butch Barry. Barry. <laughs> I almost called him B- Barry Butch. B B B. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those guys liked Billy Turner. Um, those guys like Tom Compton. And so they get their guy. Um, I, I, you didn't overpay. It's a good deal. Yeah. Butch Berry brought Billy Bronco back. Boom. To the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I completely agree with you. What's really interesting, Ryan, is you hit it on the head. He was solid here in Denver. Got $7 million a year to go play with the Packers. Played better with the Packers. And then somehow came back for $5 million. So he left the Broncos to get more money. And he came back, but he was better. And he got a cheaper deal. So I think the value is spot on. And $5 million is actually what he gets if he hits all of his incentives. So it could even be a cheaper deal. Nathaniel Hackett loves him. He loves Nathaniel Hackett in his press conference yesterday. One of the funny things was was he said, you know, uh, I love Nathaniel Hackett for football. But also, I love everything outside of football as well. And the conversations we get into, his daughters, uh, Nathaniel Hackett's daughter, Billy, is his favorite player for all the other things. That, that Billy does. And he said, and I just thought this was so interesting to show the comfortability that the two have together. He said, we can sit in silence and we're so comfortable. And so, I mean, just their comfortability with each other is is incredible, but the value's really good there. To be fair, that sounds weird. Um, <laughs> but if you're like in a relationship with someone, yeah. you have to get to a point where you can sit in silence yep. and it's not awkward. Yep, exactly. Like when you're really comfortable with someone, yep. you can just sit there. Yep. Actually, it's yesterday so after the podcast, you and I yep. sat here for yeah. like an I, hour. I actually thought about that when it was <laughs> happening. And we talked like five times. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. It is, it's a weird thing to say out loud, but it actually makes sense. Yeah, it, it really does make a lot of sense. Now, the one thing that I don't like, and this isn't about Billy, but Ryan, how much do we want the right tackle position to be fixed for the long haul? Now, again, this isn't Billy's fault, but this kind of does play into this because this means they're not going to make another big move in free agency. They could still draft someone in the second or third round and have him be the future, but he's not going to be this year and the future. Billy's only on a one-year one deal. So where he wants to finish his career here, there's no commitment to that by the Broncos at all. So that's just why this grade isn't an A for me. Just because, man, the Broncos need to fix this position for the long haul, and this clearly isn't that right now. I have to admit, I'm a little bit afraid of the Massey curse. Mm. You finally got good right tackle play, uh, and then you turned your back on him. Yep. And I just don't like the energy around that. Yeah, that's very, very fair. So, crossing my fingers that yep. that doesn't happen. <laughs> yep. um, but I, I can see the conversation in week five where you and I are like, yep. "Why'd they mess? if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why yep. did they mess with this? Yep. Yep, that's um, uh, because he does have a B in his first name, but he doesn't have a B in his second name. There you name. go. Yeah. Um, all right, next one here. Let's go DJ Jones. Ah, okay. My favorite yeah, signing. Uh, I- I'm going A on this, and uh, you can make an argument for an A+, but unless it's like Russell Wilson, I'm not going to just be handing out A-pluses, and that shows how much I like this move. DJ Jones, I love Shelby Harris. DJ Jones, I think has more of an impact on this Broncos defensive line and this Broncos defense than Shelby because just of how good he is in the run game. And then he also does p- provide pass rush as well. And DJ Jones, they got him for the same price. 
is Shelby. And you, you do kind of factor this in. Okay, when they lost Shelby Harris for getting Russell Wilson, that left a huge hole in the defensive line, and they plugged it right away. And it cost them just the same amount of money. They didn't have to give up anything to get him. I absolutely love this signing. You know what a DJ does? Cuts your hair? Makes people... Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me? <laughs> Well, the, re- the reason I said <laughs> the reason I said that is growing up, my hair cutter throughout my whole life name was DJ, oh, okay. and I didn't I didn't realize that not everyone has their own DJ. I'm gonna need confirmation on that. Uh, the DJ makes people dance. Ah, yes, yes. And I think DJ Jones is gonna allow Bradley Chubb mm. and Randy Gregory to dance a little bit. Wow, I like um, that. He is going to eat up blocks in the middle. Uh, and allow those guys to get one-on-ones, which they should win. Um, yeah. It feels like Broncos pass rushers. It never is that easy. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. Other teams, I'm like, oh yeah, they're single. They're single on Joey Bosa. They're doomed, yep. and then they just yep. are. Yep. Yeah. For some reason, it never works that no. way for us. No, not not since uh, you know 2015, pretty right. much. Right. Uh, and you know what else? DJ Jones is gonna gonna do. He's gonna make running backs dance. Because Josie Jewell, he's going to eat up blocks, and Josie Jewell is going to be right there to get that guy. Uh, and, and same with the linebackers. He's going to free up the pass rush, like you said. He's also going to free up those linebackers to get the run. And probably more than anything, he's going to free up the linebackers. It just didn't work as well with my analogy. Yeah. Your analogy uh, was good. I totally blew it. <laughs> uh, hey, DJ, cut that shit. Um, you, could see, you could see someone saying that to a DJ. Yeah, like turn off right, the music. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, like Josie Jewell is going to eat because of this. Yep. Um, so maybe a DJ feeds people as well. <laughs> uh, but DJ's going to do it all. You need that. You know, it's maybe the single most important thing for uh, a linebacker back there is mm-hmm. can you keep offensive linemen off of them? Right. It's like the number one way to stop the run is not allowing those guys get to to get to the second level uh, and you know take on Josie Jewell. Josie Jewell has a is going to be outsized strength, yeah. not speed, but um, you know he's going to be outmatched if they get out there. So you allow him to roam free out there, you're going to get the best version of Josie Jewell. DJ actually may be able to feed this group as well because his dad was a chef for the Cowboys mm. when he was growing up. And he has his own barbecue sauce. Yeah, <laughs> boom. There you go. We're going to bring that in the bar? I saw you reach out to him. I tweeted at him. Yeah. Huge missed opportunity on his part. Wow. Yeah, we'll, we'll get him in the bar. Show him what it's about. Right. And, uh, like, I think that the DJ Jones wings oh, yep. would, would go hard. I wonder if he knows about the tradition of former Broncos or current Broncos having some great food items at Slap here. Well, yeah. we got Ed's Mustard. Is it mustard? It's uh, horseradish and mustard. Horseradish and mustard. You're talking about just in Denver, not at the DNVR bar. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah. In, in, in Denver. But no better place to start than DNVR. Right. So you've got Ed's mustard and horseradish sauce. You've got Mark Schlereth's green chili. Yep. You've got TD had a line of barbecue yep, sauces. Yeah, he did. That, there might be some friction there. Mm. Um, TD's barbecue sauce just okay mm, doesn't slap yeah and then dj you got a huge opportunity huge to opportunity to, over. to slide in and have the best barbecue <laughs> sauce of broncos ah on a slider yep yep and on our wings come put, <laughs> yes. on, come put it on our wings oh that sounds so good also the bronco burger here has barbecue sauce on it but no better no yeah. better place to have your sauce on exactly all right um so for me it's an a as well yep um the value 
the production, you know, all the same in the health. It's all there. Yep, it, it is all there. And let's just go to a similar guy in terms of how I view it, Kawan Williams. I think this is an A signing Whoa. as well, Ryan. I'm a big fan of this signing. You know, it's easy to want the guy that's been here, right? The Bryce Callahan, mm-hmm. the Chris Harris Jr. It's easy to sell to the fans, too. Everyone would have been down for a Bryce Callahan, even though two years ago, everyone in town couldn't stand Bryce Callahan because he couldn't stay healthy. But after he shows how good he is, he's a nice guy, likable. It's like, oh, bring him back. But George Payton did his research. He went outside, looked at everyone, and, man, Quan Williams is a dude. We talk about how the Broncos need some dogs on this defense. He can be a dog for that defense, and especially from probably the most unassuming position of having a dog. Look, Bryce Callahan wasn't a dog, and that's not a bad thing at all. I mean, Chris that, Harris was, though. That, yes, he, he certainly was. And Quan Williams is going to provide that with not only his ability in the slot, but he's a tackle machine. He's a guy that is way healthier uh, that, than Bryce Callahan, and they got him for three and a half, no, two and a half million dollars, $2.6 million per year. He's 30 years old, brings that veteran experience, is going to help out with Pat Sertan. I, I truly love this signing. Does Kawan Williams lead all Broncos in career forced fumbles? Oh, yeah. I think I mean, so, too. Who else would it be? Bradley Chubb would probably be the closest. He's been pretty good in his career about getting the ball out when he gets back there. He just hasn't gotten back there all that much. So I'd be curious to see if he's close. If I were to guess, I would say that uh, Bradley Chubb has eight in his career. Okay. how many? Do you know how many? Uh, Eleven. Yep. Let's see right here. I'm pulling it up. And, oh man, does Kawan Williams... I was going to say, is he like second most in sacks on the Broncos? He might. He might. Which is wild. Uh, Who are we? We're looking at Bradley Chubb, forced fumbles. fumbles. Career. Four. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay, so he's definitely got him. Um, Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory does have a knack for getting the ball out, but again, what does he have? Like 17 career sacks? Exactly. Forced fumbles, eight. All right, there you go. I I had uh, Randy's number on Bradley. Yeah. so Kwan Williams definitely leads the, the Broncos in career forced fumbles. It's my favorite thing about him. And I think while this is probably a George Payton signing, I think it's actually an Evero signing mm. where he said, Hey, look, yeah. I love the slot. You know, I, I want a good coverage guy in there for sure, but I like to be aggressive with my slot corner. You know, there's a lot of things you can do. You can think of a, a, a slot receiver. The whole point of, lining up in the slot and the type of guy you put in the slot is he can go anywhere. And so it's really hard to defend that player because you have all the room in the world outside, all the room in the world inside. You have all the room in the world over the top. That's why, you know, Chris Harris used to always say like, it's it's the harder position to defend. And and I agree with that. You know, obviously the outside receiver can't run a corner route from the outside. Right. So you, you can play outside leverage and kind of force them back in. Um, and that you can think of it the same way for a slot corner. They can do anything. Right. They can stay in the flat to try to, you know, jump a pass that you're dumping off to the running back. They can drop back into coverage, uh, into a you know, into a deeper zone where the quarterback, you know, didn't notice them at the snap. And all of a sudden he's looking like, Oh, I want to throw that over route. Well, they've dropped back into it. And they can come at the quarterback. That's just a couple of the options, but you have right. endless options of what you can do with the nickel. And so I think what with what uh, Evero was saying is, hey, I want more of a weapon in there. Mm. Kwan Williams is absolutely mm. a weapon in there. I love it. I'm going to have to go B+. Plus. Okay. A seems a little aggressive for me okay. just based on age. Yep. Um, so, But the value's there. The production is there. 
the only thing that's not there is just the you're not getting any sort of longevity most likely that's that's very fair so we'll settle on an a minus there let's go eric tomlinson what do we think of the big fella at tight end? We heard all offseason, or I guess specifically after the Noah Fant trade, that the Broncos needed to bring in a tackle. And this is the guy they brought in, someone who's not going to compete at all with Alberto in terms of being the receiving tight end, but instead, honestly, uh, another lineman, uh, a big fullback, if you want it, is what they got with Tomlinson. I don't know where to go with this. Um I'm not like excited by it in yeah. any way. It's not a bad signing by any stretch no. of the mind. It definitely makes sense for what you want to do. You had a hole at tight end. You went with the route instead of, you know, doubling down on pass catchers like they did with Alberto and Noah Fant. You said, okay, let's double down. Let's split it up. We got our move tight end, AKA glorified wide receiver. And now we have a true blocking tight end. C plus. Yep, and I'm right there with you. C C plus as well. And the thing that I don't like about going one dimensional with this move is Alberto is a guy that hasn't been on the field for a full season yet. And touching wood, but if you lose him, Ryan, then you don't have a threat at tight end at all. Now that's not the worst case with this team because you have so many other weapons on it, but it is still something where you kind of wish he would have something of a threat or your third tight end was a guy that had high upside as a receiver. So that's just why I don't love this is he's so role specific here, but you did get a good player. And, And I mean, you got him for like a million bucks. So you got a really good player for what his role is going to be. I just don't like that. It's such a specific role when he's really your number two. Man, that makes you think the Broncos might have to look to that position in the draft. Mm, Hadn't yep. really thought about that. No. Um, touch wood, but Albert O's been injury prone as well. Yep. And he is your only threat at the position. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you lose him and, and you're just it's gonna be obvious when you're passing the ball, when you're in a run heavy set, when you're running it. Right. You're gonna have to make some changes. Maybe you're going three, four wide even right. more. Um, which you don't want. You don't want to be pigeonholed in that way. No, you certainly don't. Want I'd to like be. to see them go get a, uh, just an athletic freak. Mm-hmm. Just don't. I don't even care anything. Any other thing about them? No. Just go get an athletic freak. Alberto. That's that's exactly what he is. Right. And, but I just mean like when you have a quarterback like this, you don't. Your your standards change. Yeah. You're not thinking about like oh what was their like you know production doesn't matter. Like I'm saying like in the fifth round. Get some guy who came off the basketball team, uh, you know, caught like five passes mm-hmm. and entered the NFL draft. And what just, you're saying is go get Julius Thomas. Yes. Literally, you just described him. Fifth round pick, former basketball player. He didn't light it up in college. No. I think he did have pretty good production in college, if I remember. At like Portland, Portland State. State. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't care. Go get a, a freak. And then if... You lose Albert O, touch wood again. Just put him out there and be yeah. like, just go be a matchup nightmare. Yep. Russ is going to put it on your back shoulder. Just jump up and grab it. And we're not going to need you that much, but we still want to have that threat there. Yep, absolutely. Yep. yep. Like, like remember like Bug Howard, mm-hmm. big big dude, <laughs> yep. former basketball player. Like, just throw it up to him. Yep, yep. I love that. I love that a lot. All right, let's go to uh, – I view these guys as similar signings. Uh, Tom Compton, you get – you get quality depth that Butch Berry likes. One thing I just want to say about tight end, yes. too. Trey McBride 
if he's sitting there in the middle of the second round, maybe the Broncos make that jump. Woo, that would be sexy. But that change that's a big difference from what yes. I'm talking about. This is a you're getting him and then you're going to tight end with Albert and Trey McBride and Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton. Yep. And then obviously you're working in Judy how you can, but like you don't draft him in the mid-second round to just be depth. And you're trading up for him as well, and that's going to be a very important pick if you trade up for him. So you're right. He's he's not depth. He's going to be a critical part of your offense. And, man, that would be – and that's certainly a luxury pick. That's certainly a best player available pick as well. Speaking of luxury picks, someone in the comments asking if we can draft Connor something or other to back up McManus. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to say they absolutely don't do that. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. More likely is one of the punters. Yeah. There's actually three like baller-ass punters in this draft. Mm. Uh, you got Stonehouse from CSU. Yep. You got Areza. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, from San Diego State. And then there's one other guy who I'm blanking on who hits bombs. Mm. So there you go. And I think he actually – the third guy had the best um, – combine of any of them if they're all three drafted that may be a first <clears throat> three punters, three punters drafted. drafted in the yeah. same draft these guys another one that i'm like the broncos never have that right seriously just a guy who hits absolute cannons and this is the easiest, the place, easiest to place to do it to do, yep. it is weird they got marquette king yep many stories on what went down there but like red wine involved sitting like 44 yard punts i'm like what yeah. is happening here? yeah exactly so weird all right uh, moving on here. What was, who are you teeing up? Tom Compton, former San Francisco 49er offensive lineman, versatile guy, can do it all. And he's going to be in the mix at right tackle competing with Billy Turner and Calvin Anderson. He is getting paid far less than Billy Turner, though, so you got to project that he's going to be a backup. What do you think of the signing? It's not – I can't give it like a D – um, yeah, I would I would go C because it's average. All right, yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, uh, and, and honestly, it, it's hard to grade this one, but I guess you got good value. And C isn't, I mean, maybe C+. plus. It's not a bad signing at all. He's a guy, yeah, I'll go, I'll go C+. Plus. What's hard about this is, like, if you give him a C+, plus, uh, yeah, uh, hold on here. As it stands, we are ranking Eric Tomlinson as a better signing than uh, Randy Gregory. That's and, wild. That, and you'd be putting Tom Compton above Randy Gregory as well. Yep, it's wild. You're, and you're okay with that? <sighs> because you're going you to be able take... to answer to that when we get a million mentions on Twitter saying, how is Eric Tomlinson higher graded and Tom Compton than Randy Gregory? If those guys were getting $14 million, they would be F signings. Right. <laughs> and if they, were, if they were supposed to be starters, they would be F signings. You know what I mean? I, I just want to make sure we were aware of what was happening. I feel like you're not okay with that. I just do I, we change him to C's to have him be the same? I just I, I would maybe think of like I gave I think I gave Randy Gregory C plus. You gave it C minus. Yep, yep. I don't know if you're willing to. You want to go C plus? I, I I don't want to talk you out of it. I just now that we have a little more information, we started sure. with him. Yeah, sure. I'm fine with that. All right, sounds good. We'll be nice to Randy. All right. Um, Tom Compton C plus. C. It's just a C. Just a C. Okay, well then Eric Tomlinson. Is he just a C as well then? I kind of like Eric Tomlinson. Because like, he's actually going to have a role right. and Tom Compton may not. Right, okay. he's going to probably uh, we can justify play like that. this year. Yep, yep, yep. All right, last one. And, and this is the single most under-the-radar thing that the Broncos have done this offseason. And it's because oh, – I talked about this with you yesterday. When you're in your first two years – 
and you've done something exciting, yeah. everyone loves you. <laughs> as soon as you move outside of that, if you are no longer a star, you're nothing. Yep. And that's kind of what happened to Josie Jewell. And he was actually on his way to working himself out of that. He was finally getting credit across the fan base in the first, what, three weeks of the season. Yep. Um, and unfortunately, he gets hurt. And then everyone just completely forgets about him. And really, once you have like Baron Browning out there playing and even like Jonas Griffith out there doing exciting things, everyone's just like, all right, yeah, just he's he's chopped liver. Yeah. Um, so this one's super underrated. But for me, it's going to get a strong, solid stamped on there. B. Mm, OK. And I like that as well. I was going to go B plus, but I like I like B as well. Uh, Josie Jewell. Good for him. He He got paid. And I think Josie Jewell, uh, if you got the value to him, could have been in the A, A minus category, but he got paid and, and good for him. Now the expectations certainly go up, but you know what? He was living up to being those expectations. Now he actually needs to get there, getting five and a half million per season. And right now, Ryan, Josie's the only starting inside linebacker on the team yep. because Baron Browning, they've told us he's not a starting inside linebacker right now. Uh, Alex Singleton, he's getting paid $1 million. Is he really a starter? He's not on this list. He, he's he? he's not on this list. This is not a comprehensive list. We would have okay. had a lot of guys. All right, all right, all right. I I would have given him a good grade. Um, I, I really like. I Alex think so Singleton. too. But you're paying him a million dollars. Yeah, you're paying him a million dollars. Um, they kind of did they walk back the Baron Browning thing a little bit yesterday? I saw Nathaniel Hackett say something along the lines of like, "You just want like guys who can do more." Mm-hmm. Um, so to me that maybe was a walk back on his part just a little bit say like we're not switching in positions we're right. just trying to teach him more right yes yes that that's how it was kind of presented but it is more so that they're going to try him at outside linebacker and then potent, potentially bring him back to inside and we talked about it i just don't like that the the back and forth there Woo, we're both Jesus. jumping here <laughs> <laughs> i felt that in my brain yes um okay uh let's is that's that's it that that's it okay. now we need to give an overall grade for this not just these guys you can bring the eric singletons the josh johnsons into the world as well in this overall grade All right and this is a free agency grade not a okay they also grade. signed Cortland sutton last year they brought in russell wilson yes not an offseason grade we can do that next week just a free agency grade okay looking at this here there's nothing worse than a c yep you're getting all the way up to the A range, yep. so it's this has to probably fall somewhere in the B range. Bingo, for B. <laughs> for bingo. <laughs> um, a minus A. Wow, we're doing C. math here. I'm impressed, Ryan. I'm gonna say this is this is just a B free agency. Solid B. Yep. I I completely agree. And we talked about we we kind of compared the Broncos moves to the Chiefs moves, the Chargers moves, the Raiders moves a couple of weeks ago and in terms of free agent stuff. And we said uh, Broncos truly in free agency probably had third. the third best. Third and best. so it, you know the other guys probably get B pluses, A minuses, but certainly better than the Chiefs and what they've done. And so I think a B fits right in there. I think the Broncos have made good additions. They've helped their depth, they've helped their starters. They got a really really good starter in my opinion in DJ Jones. And then the other starter big question mark there. So I think this grades out to yes, they had a good free agency. Not not great right now. Uh, it is so juicy and satisfying watching Chiefs fans trying to talk themselves into Marquez Valdez Scantling. Uh, I saw someone post like 20 plus yard catches over the last two years or something. Tyreek Hill 22, Marquez Valdez Scantling 18, and, and I'm like, 
Yeah, that's the only thing that he does. Right. It just right, was one right. thing. And I saw a, a crazier stat. Don't quote me on this, but it's essentially this. Over the last couple years, Tyreek Hill has actually had the shortest time from quarterback to wide receiver's hands. Mm. Meaning he gets the ball on short passes a lot more than he gets the ball on those deep passes. Right. Um, and Jalen Waddell actually was like second last year mm. in this. <laughs> so It's going to help Tua. Right. And Tua loves to get the ball out quick. Find a matchup, throw yep. it to him. Yep. Um, everyone thinks like deep, deep, deep because of these fast guys. Right. A lot of, you know, and I think Mike McDaniel is probably taking this just based on that stat. I bet he loves that stat. Right. He's saying they're fast as hell. Just get the ball in their hands as fast as you can and let them go. They're playmakers. Right. So get the ball into their hands as fast as possible. And, and like you said, MVS, he's just a deep ball guy. And you're going to see Chiefs fans, they're going to be more on their toes and, and ready to attack and be defensive this year than any other year because they know that the rest of the division is right there. How about the you know the the Tyree kill touchdown against the Bills? Catches yep. a slant, runs yep. around everyone. It takes it. Yeah, t- there's so many other guys that could have tackled him. It yeah. didn't matter. Yep. Um, I'm happy we don't have to deal with. Him I'm super happy. For many yeah. and, and you know, like Justin Simmons can cover Marquez Valdez scantling right. over the right. top. Yep. Yep. He's not a once in a generation player. No, not even close. No. Just a standard deep threat. Yep, exactly. And something that's definitely once in a generation is our friends over at Light Shade Dispensary, where they've got it all. If you want to celebrate the good vibes going on in Denver, check out our friends over at Light Shade Dispensary. And if you use code DNVR, you'll get 25% off your entire purchase of non-sale items, whether you're online or in one of their 10 stores in the Denver metro area. And they have Ripple, which is a fast-acting dissolvable, and it's clinically proven to hit two times faster than the leading gummy and it starts absorbing within 10 minutes so you get that uh, right away and it's going to be consistent every single time so whether you are a casual consumer or a connoisseur or a casual connoisseur Mm. you can get it all over at light shade dispensary and again use that code dnvr25 for 25 percent off Damn, in the comments, MVS equals Ashley Lalee without the 1,000-yard season. Oh, yikes. Yes, man. I wanted Ashley Lalee to be good so badly. Yeah, me too. <sighs> and actually, I said DN- code DNVR25. It's code DNVR. Ashley Lalee from? Jacksonville. School. From, from what school? What school? Yeah. Um, don't know. Hawaii. I believe. Oh, I believe. Uh, you're pretty good with that stuff. I'm usually good about that, but now mm. I, as soon as I said it out loud, I doubted myself. Ah, uh, um, well, we're gonna do some fact checking. Right. Let's uh, let's do the fact checking while you're doing that. All right, someone else agreed with me in the comments. I feel okay. much better now. Okay, I feel validated. Um, let's uh, let's get to super chats. Do we have super chats? No super chats. Man, I love the way this shirt looks on that close-up. Oh, it looks so good. Look at good. all those Joker faces. As I said be, before the show started, you uh, it's 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 uh, the Joker it's, week. It's Joker week. Yep. yep. Um, by the way, now the odds-on favorite to win MVP. Let's go. Over at DraftKings? Over at DraftKings. And in fact, if you go back and watch bets from two days ago before the straw poll was dropped, mm-hmm. Adam dropped the scoop. He was like, oh, I, was, I had to submit my answers for the straw poll flex that he was part of it yeah um this weekend so it's probably coming out soon mm-hmm. so we had that scoop and i was like if you believe like i do that Jokic is going to be in front of that straw poll you have to get in now because it was right. still like plus 160 yeah yep. uh now Dang. minus 125 over the course of just a day he's he went from plus 160 to minus 125 Ooh, that's a huge swing now you're not even even getting plus money that's no. great news for the bets you've yes, placed exactly uh, hawaii news. is correct Thank God. Yes. Impressive. 
Uh, all right, let's. Is that it, super chats wise? Yeah, no super chats. Okay, cool. Uh, let's jump into the comments uh, on the website. Though. All right, let's do that. And before, if you guys are tuning in live, would love if you hit us with a thumbs up on YouTube. Even if you're not tuning in live, you're watching later. A thumbs up really helps us. We would really appreciate it. Subscribe as well so you know when we're going live. And of course, turn on alerts to really know when we're going live. We really appreciate all of that support. And if you want to get your questions read on this pod, go to thednvr.com. At the top of the page, there's a podcast tab. Click on that. Click on the Broncos one. All of our podcasts that we've ever done will pop up there. Click on the top one. Scroll to the bottom of the website, and a comment section will magically appear if you're a member. And we will read those just like we're doing right now. And first one coming in from Dutz 1285 says, My boys, Russell Wilson's tweet, Wilson to Judy, rain or shine, Monday or night, with the morning hype. Or night. Or morning or night, with the hype video, put lightning in my bones. Especially his son yelling, touchdown Broncos, which was awesome hearing that for the first time many times might literally first time i've heard that in years yes uh, that's very true <laughs> didn't hear it last year yeah. crazy enough might literally explode before i get to see him play one snap broncos at plus 1600 on DraftKings, looking mighty fine right about now just saying as always go dnvr and go broncos love it love it and uh broncos at plus 1600 that's right around where i got Jokic for mvp ah. i also have russ for mvp mm, speaking of russ for mvp he's kind of right around those odds too ryan we're gonna break that down tomorrow oh, i can't wait exciting I, I, i'm excited to talk about what the stats would have to look like yep. for him to be in that conversation because quarterback stats have gotten out of hand they have um so th- that's gonna be a fun conversation tomorrow next one's from ozzy dan good day boys I'm pumped. Booked my flights after two years of COVID cancellations, and I'm heading to the States with the fam to see the Broncos. We arrive in L.A. two days before the opening game, so my fingers are crossed that the NFL uh, salivates at the potential of a Russ versus Stafford opening game. Then we have five weeks to organize our family holiday around the Broncos. Wow, five weeks in the States? Woo. Uh, the good wife has given me total control of the itinerary, wow. a decision she will regret once we see once she sees how many NFL games we go to. <laughs> Can't wait to get to Denver, and I hopefully, uh, genuinely hope I get to meet you three at either the tailgate or the bar. It would honestly be a highlight of our trip. Take care, boys. Ozzy, Dan, we'll, we'll definitely see you. Absolutely. Can't wait for that. Can't wait to see how many games you get to. And, man, I'm so pumped for you, Ozzy, Dan. And how's this for um, a little scoop here, Zach? Um, it, if the Broncos were to play in London, mm-hmm. it looks like it would be Halloween weekend. <laughs> oh. The reason being... And this is courtesy uh, from our our friends across the pond. Yeah. Um, the Jaguars have a college game scheduled at their stadium that weekend. In okay. the past, that's usually the weekend that they travel to London. Um, so if it were to happen, that's when it looks like it might might happen. I think there's going to be a lot of Broncos costumes celebrating Halloween in London. And I looked this up. Halloween is celebrated in the UK. Is celebrated. Okay. I love it, man. You that's going to be... Halloween, Broncos, London. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I can't stop thinking about this. I need to know uh, so I can just start planning things. Like, I'm thinking we're there for, like, like um, at least, I don't know, maybe one Friday to the following Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> like That sounds incredible. Forget about Broncos practice that week. You know? Right, like, right. We'll just go <laughs> right. uh, take over London. Man, I can In the nicest wait. of ways. And, yeah, in a good 
fun Broncos way. way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Melbourne Broncos says, my boys. So with Deontay Spencer no longer around, what are the chances KJ Hamler gets the job returning kicks? Also, I retweeted some footage of the Aussie rules mayhem last weekend to you guys. Hope you saw it. Cheers and let's ride. Actually, real quick on the, I, I can't stop thinking about London. Is it usually your bye week comes after it? Yes. Bummer. So we go, actually, we just stay. Right, right. After yes. the game. Yes. And we can maybe like Right, because around, we couldn't be there Ireland the weekend before because there'd be a Broncos game likely. Exactly. exactly. Right, so right. unless, yeah, no, we probably want to be here at the studio to right. do our post-game show. Right. But then technically we could go like, Monday, Monday till yeah whenever, whenever. <laughs> <laughs> yes oh man I can't wait oh gosh it's gonna be so epic uh if you know anyone who owns a bar down there if you know, know anyone that knows Roger Goodell make it happen make it happen and the sure. good thing is Joe Ellis really knows Roger Goodell and he is doing his best to make it happen he does man that could be Joe's thing Look, we're we're doing our best to get uh you know everything settled with this ownership but can you throw me one more bone right. and that's have it be in London. There we go. Yep. All right. You had you had started the next one. Was it from Melbourne Bronco? Uh, we hit that one. Okay. Next one from Aaron Ray says, "What up, my G's? Been a while since I've commented, but I have been tu- but I've tuned in every day. I just have a question for you guys. I wanted to know if the DNVR team will be branching out to LA and starting the podcast there. If so, I would love to apply and have an opportunity to be part of the team." I'm currently recording, and I'm currently a recording engineer slash producer in Hollywood. I've worked with some name, known names in the music industry, such as the Game, is this an application, Wu Tang Clan. Yes, <laughs> Wu- I think Wu-Tang it is Wu Tang Clan. Tyler the Creator, Jesse J, and more. I even have my own song out featuring the Game. Damn. Anyways, I have come to a point in life where I'm realizing that sports are my truest love, and I do not want to settle. If you guys are cooking up something in LA, I would love to know who to contact about applying. I appreciate your grind and stay blessed. P.S. Still can't believe we got Russ. Let's ride. Let's ride. Absolutely. And send us your song. Yeah, we got to hear it. We want to hear it. Yeah, with the game. Um, I don't know how to say this nicely. Uh-oh. I just don't like L.A. Oh. Because <laughs> uh, of their lack of sports fans? It's just a weird sports town. It's yeah. just a weird sports town. Um, I feel like the Lakers get it, it, uh, all the love. Yeah, and then the Dodgers a little bit behind that, mm-hmm. and then like the Angels, I don't feel like anyone cares about. No. Uh, the Rams, no one cares about, and the Chargers, no one cares about. Right, and so that's a little bit tough. I'm not saying yes or no. Man, it's I not can't on my immediate. It's not in my immediate focus. I just can't to your see question, you focusing on covering the Lakers <laughs> and the Dodgers heavily. That's a weird thing about this life. Yes. Um. But it's gonna. It's probably gonna happen at some point. Right. Yeah. Oh, I just. I have no. Uh, I have no answer for you for now. We gotta get that song though, Aaron Ray. Love, yeah, I want to hear. It for love sure. hearing from you. And uh, thank you for the interest, of course. Absolutely. And Omaha chimes in and oh, says, gosh. "Randy Gregory." Are you even situ- allowed to say this name out loud? Mm, we have to. Okay. Randy Gregory situation giving me some spooky. Speaking of Halloween. Juwan James no. vibes. Those oh, are the worst vibes. No, more killing the vibes. Um, yeah, not nowhere near that yet. Nowhere near that yet. But that's obviously the worst case scenario. Right, it is where you pay a guy tons of money and it's it gets you nothing back. Yeah, and, and that was an just ugly across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, even the Broncos like wiggling their way out of the contract or trying to at the end yep. it's just an ugly gross scenario yep. um and then like the there was like some public questioning of his love for the game yep. and player like 
not only just Vic Fangio, who obviously, you know, he has his own takes on things. He threw him under the bus many times. But teammates were throwing him under the bus. Yeah. So I don't think it'll any – well, I don't even think we'll ever see a scenario like that again. I mean, it was honestly one of the worst signings in NFL history. That's how bad it was. Yeah. And the good news is if it does I, – I, it's not going to go down that route. But let's say it, this is a bad signing. It's only two years guaranteed, which is good. Yep. Yep. It's true. It's true. Uh, we got one super chat that popped in here from Funky Puma. Two weeks in <laughs> London. See you there. Those and, are the vibes I want. Some yeah. funky vibes. And like, I don't know much about European geography, but I feel like we could take, we could like pop out and just do some quick little jaunts to mm, other cool places. I love it. I love it, man. This needs to happen. A little bit tougher from London, but possible. Okay. All right. Right, but there's other things around that island. I mean, you can take an airplane anywhere. Yes. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yes, you can. Are, but we, I uh, like... are we renting a private jet? Is that uh, what you're saying? Maybe the Broncos will let us just come oh, with them. Oh, yes. I'm sure they definitely won't. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they won't either. One day, though, they'll they'll wake up to mm, the opportunities. They'll become woke. <laughs> yeah. N- no, they'll just think, we should do more things with DNVR. It makes us look cool. They have fun. And uh, people like them more than they like us at times. Yeah. <laughs> That's their words, yes, not ours. it is. It is. Very much is. All right. This was great. Um, make sure to hit us with a thumbs up. We always appreciate that. Uh, oh, like... The- go to scotland and play golf oh wow you're not you're that's on the calendar yeah already see now i'm just i can't stop thinking <laughs> about don't take this away from me nfl if it's jets jags i think you're still gonna go nope <laughs> <laughs> under no circumstances uh but again thank you guys for tuning in we're so close to 700 itunes reviews so hit us with one of those please five stars uh and that's gonna wrap it up for us today of course we'll be right back here tomorrow talking about russell wilson's odds and chance at potentially winning MVP or just getting into the MVP conversation. We'll see you guys tomorrow. How long's it been since you had Rolled out the truck and took a country drive Now understand that you need some time I know some landmarks We're flying cotton, we'll stick to your lips Now I know those lips ain't mine They haven't been in a long, long time I'd like to patch it up, I wanna change your mind Take you back one last time down the cottonwood mine.